We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We back, baby. We back, veterans, minimum, the number one sports betting vibe on the internet. I'm your delightful host, Nick Deus. At Nick Deus, 10 as you can find me, all things veterans, minimum. Or at veterans, minimum. To my right. Wearing a Clinton Portis jersey. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the sadness continues. Yo, that's like the the vintage one. Like yeah. back in the day. Yeah, this, this you can is... tell I got the space for the shoulder pads too. <laughs> but that shit is tough. Yeah, this this is this is authentic authentic. This yeah, is I, I got I was... the number, right? Oh yeah. At the bottom. No, oh, I'm yeah. saying at the at the bottom. So yeah. yo, that used to be the biggest tell. I used to be a big jersey collector. Yeah. And um bro. Biggest regrets, like so, not really. I'm, I'm being petty here, but I used to. So you know, I've been to a bunch of Super Bowls, right? Yes, yes. You've, so you've you know, spoken about that subtle flex, but that's a major flex. I used to get football jerseys from people in the NFL, like they okay. were customers of ours. So like every year, or if I did like well on a report card or some shit, my dad would give me a jersey. Oh. You know, those used to go for like two, three hundred a pop. That's like right. The, the the real authentic. That's ones. right. They still do. And um. Dude, this was, what, 05, 06? But, you know, the style was 4XL. And, dude, I used to have a, my favorite receiver of all time is Torrey Holt. Okay. So I have, I still have a Torrey Holt jersey, which is a size 56, which I think is 2XL. Yeah, that's what this one is. No, yeah. no, no, this one is 54. 54. Yeah. I had a Sean Alexander. Okay. Yeah. I had a... Um, a couple giant ones. Like, I had a stray hand. I had an Eli, obviously. Had to have a tumor. Nah, I didn't have a tumor. You have Omani in there? What's going nah, on? Nah, I didn't really fuck with Omani tumor like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's surprising. Okay, all right. Go ahead, continue. Um, And then I had a... Uh, I'm blanking on one of the jerseys that I had. Oh, I had a powder blue LaDainian Tomlinson. But, like, the, the OG one. The old powder blue before they were like, yeah, we're going to rock these all the time. Yeah, no, but remember when they did, like, a revamping of the jersey? Yes, and yes, they kind of yes. put, like, the bolt. It, it was just it was weird, just but different. it was the Antonio Gates and Philip Rivers one. Yeah. And, bro, I, I just, I guess because, like, the style back then was the 2XL, 3XL, when I should have been wearing a medium. 
legit. And I can't wear none of those jerseys because even now, I was what, 14, 15 yeah. wearing them? It's a cape. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I was talking on my show earlier today because I was like, yeah, you know, I was between Santana Moss and this one. And I was like, I still don't even know where my Santana Moss is, but I think that Santana was like a 58 or something just ignorant. And I'm like, I think I just gave that away. <laughs> I don't think I have that anymore. It is no longer in the closet. But <laughs> I used to have a Clinton Portis one too, and I gave it to my buddy Josh. Really? Yeah. Okay. I've told you one of my really good friends, Josh, is also a Washington fan. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Josh's. Shout out to Josh's. And shout out to Chiefs Kingdom, the Kansas City Chiefs. They uh, go ahead and win once again. They are now going to their fourth Super Bowl in six years, in six seasons. Pat Mahomes as a starter. Six up, six down. AFC title game. Has won the division every single year. Has the most wins for a quarterback under the age of 28 years old. He did it on the road this time. He's going to his fourth Super Bowl. He's already won two championships. It's crazy. We're going to dive into this, but I did want to show some love to Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. There's so much to dive into. Yeah, legit. Legit. I mean, it, it, was, it was both games had a lot of drama. You know what I mean? One, obviously, a little bit more than other just because a comeback did happen, and then they held it and won. Um, but, uh, man, man, that, that Chiefs-Ravens game to start us off, it, it, was, it was dope. And, I, I mean, I know a lot of people out there aren't going to like all the defense that was played and all that stuff. Um, but, uh, man, it was, it was a defensive struggle. Both teams weren't given an inch. Um, those little plays mattered. The, the Zay Flowers fumble into the end zone two straight weeks. We've had a fumble into the end zone with the Chiefs game. Um, it's, yeah, it's crazy. There's a, there's a lot to break down, and we're going to break down just both of these games. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly, and then we'll end with some Super Bowl stuff. But, you know, one thing that I did yesterday is I, I tweeted a lot more than usual. And, I saw that. And, uh, dude, I use Twitter as a running diary as, as I'm watching a sporting event. Yeah. Because so often, I really like to enjoy the sports when I'm watching it, but then I also need to remember that I need to be taking notes or posting about something, and I use that as a reference throughout. Right, so I'm pulling on my Twitter here, and what would you say, like, bro, I really don't know where to start because there's so much shit to talk about. <laughs> like, let's start with Lamar Jackson. Okay. All, All right. right. Pretty rough for him. Yes. And yes. it's going to be a lengthy offseason for him. And once again, He's now two and four in the playoffs, six touchdowns, six interceptions. I think this loss is, I don't want to say franchise altering, but it's, they're going to think about this shit for a while, bro, because you had the number one defense. You had home field advantage. Number one seed. Number one seed. Everybody was healthy. Yeah, by and large, yeah. Yeah, they didn't have like, ah, we didn't have him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they, I'm sure everybody has injuries, but like, right. there weren't any big gaping, you know, holes that I could think of. That's true. Like, I would say the Chiefs were more banged up than they were. Yeah, for Coming sure. into that game. And 
I think it's a it's a really rough loss because now for Lamar moving forward, and I was as I was watching that game, bro. And look, I told people that I thought the Ravens and Niners were both going to cover the spread. Both didn't cover the spread, right? <laughs> I thought both of them were the two best teams all year, and it was driving me crazy when people had this Super Bowl colors theory. And thank God that shit's over with the Super Bowl colors. It's rigged and all that. Like if you believe in that, I think you're an idiot. And I and and I don't mean that respect. I just mean you're an idiot. Like it's it's a really dumb thing to think about. Like the colors, it's rigged. All, it's, all disrespect intended. Yeah, all disrespect intended. And if it offends you, just don't think about it. You'll be fine. So with Lamar, right? It's gonna be a, a rough off season for him. And I think now, bro, moving forward, I don't think he's in that tier with some of the other guys. I think he's an amazing regular season quarterback. And when I was watching that game, bro, I tweeted out that this game's over at halftime. They're down 10 points at half. And as someone that I didn't bet it yesterday, the only thing I bet were the all the tight ends to score a touchdown. In the first possession, Kelsey scores a touchdown. I'm like, yep. oh, shit. We might be <laughs> onto something. And then no one else scored a touchdown, which is usually <laughs> how it goes, right? But as I'm watching that, I had told people, yeah, I think the Ravens are going to cover. When they went down 10, bro, there was no fear. The way I had fear in Mahomes when he's down 10, mm. I had no fear in Lamar and the Ravens coming back. Really? And okay. there were a bunch of possessions that could have swung the game completely. Yes. But a lot of the play calling was also strange. Like, bro, you're down 10. You're not down 24. Yeah, we don't have to completely burn the the play script you could still run the ball yes. you could go on an eight minute drive and then cut it to one possession you don't need to be forcing it and also dude didn't you feel like lamar was uncomfortable oh yeah the whole game. even even swing passes high yeah coming out like an eli manning spiral and shit <laughs> and it was just it was just crazy bro so it was just a weird game for lamar and i feel bad for him because he is a hell of a talent but this is where this is where you're being measured, and this is what people expect from you. I think, uh, and so I said this earlier, I, my biggest thing, and I thought about this yesterday, I feel like black quarterbacks, a lot of times, they have to take on so much, and they feel as if they have to be more than they are. And a lot of times, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm this great elite runner. Lamar is top two or three running quarterback of all time. That's, that's without without question. Um, but at the same time, now it's like, oh, I got to prove that I can throw more. You know what I'm saying? Like, they always, like, I, I use the analogy Donovan McNabb. Same thing. He was never the runner that Lamar is, but he, he did move a lot. He ran a lot, scrambled a lot, um, was very big. And then, you know, when the Eagles started going to conference championships, it was like, oh, yeah, I need to be more of a passer and I'm going to throw more. And it's like, bro, do what got you here. You got here by being off script, by doing things that other people can't do. Like Russell Wilson, same thing. What makes him great is he can run off schedule and do things that it's like no one else, no other quarterback has in their bag because that's just who, that's what makes you great. So I feel like sometimes with the Ravens and sometimes with these running quarterbacks, it's like they always want to be too cute. And it's like, can you think of any read options that they ran last night? I don't think of any. Bro. You know what I mean? What, what about just running the ball? Yeah. 
like Justice a quarterback Hill, power. Anything. Yo, Justice Hill and Gus Edwards had six carries. Total? Yeah. Between the two of them? Yeah. That's crazy. Lamar That's had okay. eight, and then Zay Flowers had two. That's not okay. And, yo, you're down 10. That's why I think, like, Lamar's going to get a lot of the heat. And, look, he didn't play well. He didn't play well. Yeah. And even that one play where it got deflected and then he caught it, mm-hmm. didn't you feel like, ah, oh, shit, the Ravens are going to win this one? Like, <laughs> like, Reed is just over there waiting to just field it like a punt, and yeah. Lamar Jackson comes out of nowhere. It's the pass that got deflected up in the air. Yeah, yeah, And it just felt like one of those things where, ah, oh, they're going to go on and win this. Yeah. And that, that's how I felt, but then they end up punting on that possession anyway. Yeah. And, dude, six carries for your running back. Room. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it was just wild. And, like, yo, Odell didn't get a target until the second half. Yeah. Um, Mark Andrews, they, they fed him early, like, the first two drives and then went away from him. Bateman, one catch, likely two catches. Uh, Nelson Aguilar had that one play up the sideline. Zay Flowers showed up. Uh, yeah. Which sucks for him. We're gonna get to Zay Flowers. I'm dedicating a whole fucking rant on on that guy. Um, but I think the play calling is a big downfall for the Baltimore Ravens too. Because look, all year, not one time did they face a deficit of eight or more points. That's so crazy. this was a team that was playing with a lead throughout their entire campaign. However, you're only down ten, bro. Yeah, you're not down like. The Niners were three possessions. Then I can understand. Oh, yo, it got out. The game got out of hand. Yeah, you have to start throwing all the time, and it it alters your game plan. But you're down ten, dude. And then shout out to their defense, bro. Shout out the Chiefs in the second half. Yeah, but then the Chiefs also held them to three points in the second half. The defense. Yeah, and I think a lot of that is because, man, Lamar. Now, like I said in the playoffs, he's two and four. He's gonna get. The shit end of all of this is going to be a long offseason for him. They're going to have some decisions to make on this team. And if you're looking at it, another reason why I think it's such a devastating loss for the Ravens is look at how much shit lined up their way this year. Burrow gets hurt when the Bengals were starting to surge. Remember, I I, I was fucking on the Bengals bandwagon. I I was too. Um, Watson and the Browns had a shit storm at quarterback. Yeah. And they still were competitive. Yeah. What's happening in Pittsburgh, we don't know with their quarterback. So they had a lot of shit go their way. Yes. And then you look at the rest of the AFC, like Herbert and the Chargers weren't there. Um, Rodgers went down. Miami outdoors. Like there was so much shit that everything lined up perfectly for them. And then for them to lose, like now you're going to get all these guys back next year. You're probably going to be a pick them or... You're going to be the underdog in your division, depending on like what the hype is going to be around the Bengals coming back. Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like, look, I, I, I picked them the last two years to win MVP, but Joe Burrow, he checks a lot of the boxes of the, y'all must have forgot. Yeah. Right. So I, I think that's why it's such a devastating loss for the Ravens. Yeah. I mean, and, and the biggest thing too, from what you just said, like you have to maximize your moment. If this was your moment, number one seed, home field advantage, a wounded Chiefs team that isn't necessarily, you know, world beaters. Like, nobody's, like, so afraid of the Chiefs right now. But the Chiefs know how to win, and you got to knock them out. It's, it's very similar to, you know, the Patriots and with Brady, and it's like, you got to go through Foxborough. You're going to have to go through them one way or another. And if you're 
and, and we've talked about this. That's the thing that makes the Bengals so dangerous. They're not afraid of them. You know what I'm saying? And they always give them a fight. Whether they win or not, it's going to be a fight. The Ravens, they, they haven't really had that, that last push, that last push over the, over the hill. And um, I, don't, I don't know if this is the end of Lamar, you know, back to what you were saying as far as him being a tear down. I feel like in terms of quarterbacking, he isn't as elite as these others. Obviously, that's not his strongest strong suit. But back to what I was saying in terms of he got to be himself. So I need Lamar to be out there getting 75 yards and maybe two touchdowns on the ground. And that's okay. He, he doesn't really get very hurt. He's not injured, you know, injury prone. He's not RG3. Mm. Uh, not RG3. Like, not, not season ending, but he, he, he gets banged up. The times that they haven't made the playoffs is because he got hurt. That's fair. No, that's fair. That's fair. So remember last year, they were eight and three. And then I think they lost out because he got hurt. Yeah, or like one. They went like one and six or some shit like that. So somehow Hundley still made the Pro Bowl. But it's not, yeah, it's (laughs) not a a devastating injury like an ACL and Achilles, a rotator cuff. It's something where it's a hamstring and then you're out for four weeks, which still sucks too. Because that, you know, like I I always use this example of Keenan Allen. Yeah. Is Keenan Allen injury prone? Not terribly, but does he miss games? Yeah. So I'm going to push back because, I mean, prior to this year, this year he got a little banged up, but, he, but um, actually, no, did he get banged up? I don't think he got banged up. I think Keenan was pretty. They were just trash. Yeah, they I just, think they were just bad. We, we but, just weren't paying attention. But uh, Keenan Allen, no, nah, he had 108 catches. 12, like he had a career year this year. So I take that back. However, the reason why Keenan Allen is always a case study, because when I would ask people about Keenan Allen, they would say, yo, he's injury prone. And it's like, not really. He tore his ACL one time, and then he had that spleen injury that almost like killed him. Yeah. And that's it. He never really missed time. Yeah. But the stigma on him is, oh, he's had those two devastating injuries, and now he's injury prone. And like Lamar, I would say he's definitely more injury prone, but it's not the devastating you know, like Julio Jones was another guy too. And yeah. Everyone knows that listens to the show. I fucking love Julio Jones. But he wouldn't miss, but he'd miss like a half. He'd miss three quarters. Yeah. You know, it was it was nagging. He'd be out, he'd be out for the game. Yeah, shit yeah. like that. So I think with Lamar, it's he, he just looked so uncomfortable there. It, it seemed like the moment was too big for him. And then, bro, after that first drive where they forced him three and out, because remember the Ravens got the ball first. Yeah. Three and out, Kansas City goes down, long drive, bang, touchdown to Kelsey. And then after that, I, I just was watching. I was like, yo, this is a wrap. Already 7 nothing. I was like, yo, this game is over. And I didn't feel about that in the other game, which we'll get to in a little bit. But yeah. it's just, it's whack for Lamar, man, because I, I think everything lined up perfect for them. And, and another thing, too, NFL awards are next weekend. And... This is why you need to give the awards out the moment the season ends. Like right away, bro. Let's push everything back a week, right? Week 18, instead of going right into wildcard weekend, give everybody rest and have an award show. Or hell, have an award show on like Wednesday that that week. Mm. Get it out the way. Crown him MVP because you know what's going to happen now, right? That's your MVP. (laughs) This this this, is is your king? This is your king. (laughs) Guy couldn't complete a swing pass. That's it, you know? And and then you're looking at the other guy on the other side, and I tweeted this out too, bro. You've seen The Last Dance, right? 
Yes, of course. Right. That's so funny. That was what I thought in my mind. Like, they gave you this. That's cool. I'm going to get this. <laughs> or, or he was like, yo, I took that Mahomes. Oh. I took that personal. Yeah. I took that personally. Because I'm watching that game, bro. And it reminded me of the last dance. It reminded me when Malone won the MVP. Mm-hmm. And they asked Jordan, what was your motivation going into those finals in 97? Seven. That was 97. Because he, he won. He won his last one in 98. Yeah. And he was like. They gave Malone the MVP. Mahomes is like, all right, bro. I made the case for Mahomes to be the MVP. I was kind of fucking around. Yeah. But I was also being serious. Like, they, they dropped 41 passes. And how many of them would have been game-winning? Or big, or bigger than the catch itself. Yeah. They, it would have maybe three more wins, and they're the one seed. And he has another 900 yards and eight touchdowns. And five of them resulted in interceptions. So, like, you start looking at the numbers and everyone is saying you could do that for all the other quarterbacks. Yeah, but it's highlighted more because it's the best player on the planet right now. Yeah. And for me, when I was watching that, it reminded me of the last dance when Malone won the MVP and they asked Jordan. And Mahomes is like, yo, this is your king. Like you said, this is your one seed. This is who, this who's going to stop me. This is your MVP. I bet y'all must have forgot. And then the craziest thing about this, bro, is... From a betting standpoint, the line got the plus five. Could have gotten the Chiefs at like plus 210 money line. Uh, Mahomes is an underdog now. is 11-1-1 against the spread. Ooh. He's, uh, I think he's 11-2 straight up. Something ridiculous. And then as you're looking at it, it seemed like he was offended that he wasn't going to, that they gave the MVP. It's, it's like the LeBron thing, the Jordan thing. Like, yo, these guys have been the best players in the league. All these years. Brady, the same thing. Like, Brady was the best quarterback all these years, but their greatness is so elevated that they want to give it to someone else who's having a significant season. Yeah. And, bro, Mahomes was lights out in the first half. I think he was like 14 of 16. And the Lamar was awful yesterday outside of the play that he made on the, on the Zay Flowers touchdown. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. I mean, oof. Yeah, it, look, it was, it was a great game. You know what I'm saying? Both both teams had their moments, I think. The Chiefs just controlled the game. Like you said, when the Chiefs got out, it was like, I I, I wasn't so ready to, to put, a, put a fork in them in the first quarter as you were. But um, it definitely did have the feel of they have to do something to change this momentum. And, and honestly, the Zay Flowers touchdown or would-be touchdown um, should have been touchdown. That one is, is, I think that's where the game was lost. Couldn't happen, couldn't happen to a better guy. That entire play couldn't, that entire sequence couldn't happen to a better guy. Yeah. Right before that, he gets the taunting penalty. Oof. Which, they get the ball inside the 10-yard line, or inside the 15. Yeah. Definitely in the red zone. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was like, yeah, it was like 10 to 15. Yeah. And you get the taunting penalty. You're down 10. Right, you get this big play on a zone breaker. Your guy's wide open, and Joe Burrow tweeted out, "Let the guys taunt." I'm with Burrow on that, but like, bro, how many taunts are we talking about? He stood over him, he dropped the ball, and then he touched him. Well, well, and, and flexed, and it's like, bro, come on, dude, you're down ten. Like, well, the first part was remember he like he got his leg off him, which is like that's fine, but it was a little aggressive. So I was like, okay, and then he like gets up, he spins the ball like right on top of him. Yeah. He's 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 over top of him. I was like, that's yeah. gonna be a flag. And then here comes a flag, and I was like, that's dumb. Yeah. Not with the way the offense was like the offense right. hadn't been he, performing. So it's like, don't put us in that position. Yeah, absolutely, bro. hundred percent. 
And then what happens on that same drive? The play at the goal line, <laughs> which also sucks because Zay Flowers, the only person on this team that showed up, yes, it's going to have the asterisks on his five for 115 and a touchdown. Legit the only weapon that showed up on that offense, including yes. Lamar. But those two plays right there, did it cost them the game? It definitely cost them a chance at the game. Yes. And the momentum completely got swung the other way. Yes. No, because look, they scored that touchdown. It's a three-point game. And the Chiefs hadn't done anything. Now, granted, the Chiefs didn't have to do anything. But at the same time, if they would have been forced into a situation where now, hey, we do need to go on a drive or we do need to go get some more points to make sure we're safe, you'd never even have to see that. The game's 10 points. You know that they're going to run out of time. Let's just take care of the ball. They can get the ball again. It don't matter. Well, the amount of like, yeah, I mean, with Mahomes and the Chiefs, the other crazy thing, and we haven't even touched on Kelsey yet. We'll get to Kelsey in a little bit. But it was so interesting that the line closes at minus four and a half, five Mm -hmm. for the Ravens. The books needed the Ravens. (laughs) And they were giving us plus money on Mahomes. And Kenny and I were texting during the game. Last week, I was on the receiving end of being against Mahomes. And then this week, he was against Mahomes. And we were just saying, like, bro, the fear, the fear. And also, he he said the same thing that I said before. He's like, yo, this game is over. There's no way they could come back. Really? Yeah. And it always seems like the Chiefs and Mahomes, bro, that back-breaking play to alter momentum. Always happens with them. Too. They make, they make it. Yeah. And, 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 but that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like when it comes down to it, man, like sometimes the other guys are just better. And that's what's so frustrating. That's, that's the frustration of Zay Flowers hitting his hand on the bench and cutting himself and all of those things. It's literally that there's nothing else I can do. Like I'm doing everything. I'm doing everything I can and we're still not good enough. That's, it's, it's disheartening. Look at the possessions for the Chiefs in the second half. Punt, 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 punt. Game over. <laughs> but then what did they do when they needed to? Third and nine? Yeah. They hit MVS. Yes. Who shout out to MVS in the playoffs. And the baller has made some big plays for them. Huge When it catch. matters most. Huge when it matters catch. most. And also, the best play the Ravens made yesterday was the Roquan Smith unnecessary roughness play. <laughs> yeah. You know why? Why? It's first and five. Oh, 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 that that play. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, to to try and try I love and... that. I love that play. I love that play because it's first and five, right? Mm-hmm. A first down ends the game for you. Yeah. So why give them five yards to get the first down? Take the penalty. Yeah. They're not in field goal range anyway. Yeah. Right? Because they're on like their side. Yeah. Of no, the they 50. were. They were. They were deep. Yeah. You take the penalty. You reset the downs. It's first and 10. Uh, first down ends the game anyway to MVS. Yeah. Then you could take your two timeouts and you have the two minute warning, which is what they did. Yeah. If they would have got a stop there, they would have gotten the ball back with like two minutes. left. No timeouts, but you get the ball back there. I thought that was the best play the Ravens made. I love that play. And I was watching it at the sports book over at Durango. And I was watching it with John Orlando from Sticky Paws. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, what an idiot. I was like, bro, that's the best play they've made this entire, this entire game. Like, I love that. Because why give them five yards to get the first down? 
as opposed to resetting it. Yeah. Was uh, amazing. Do you, do you think that uh, that clowny uh, roughing the passer was that the right call? Oh, that was a right call. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, I, because, I, I figured you would say that. Bro, but yeah. you can't you can't touch the quarterback, dude. And well, way worse, way way less has been called. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and my thing was he lowered his head and hit him dead in the face. Like, it's like, bro, like I can't even defend you. Nah, there it wasn't. Was there indefensible. Weren't, there weren't any penalties that would get people, in my opinion, would get people to be like, oh, that was suspect. That's that rigged. Was rigged. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Kelsey baited them a couple times yeah. into the personal power. I was like, yeah, bro, that's what's going to happen. It's never the first guy that instigates. Yeah. If he any, never gets in trouble. If anything, it's offsetting at that point. Yeah. <laughs> that's he never, he never gets in trouble. And that's what Kelsey did. Like the mind games that they played. And, and yo, I hope you guys listened. I hope you listened. That last week, Travis Kelsey was 85 to 1 to win Super Bowl MVP. This is coming from the same guy who doesn't, I don't bet quarterbacks to win MVP. He's not going to do it. I'd rather punt my money. No problem. I'd rather take the long shot. Reasonable yeah, yeah, yeah. players, like, too. Well, 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 because your reasonable long shot is actually going to give you some money if you're right. That and also it's. The guy who, in my opinion, has been the MVP for the Chiefs in the playoffs so far. A thousand percent. And also the the possibilities are likely. It was the same case I made for Edelman back mm-hmm. in 2018 mm-hmm. when I was doing veterans minimum, 25 to 1. And everyone's like, yo, it's going to be Brady. It's going to be Brady. And I remember they were playing the Rams in the Super Bowl. And the Rams were number 32 in DVOA against slot wide receivers. Yeah. And remember those Patriots teams. It was really Gronk. And Edelman. That's it. Edelman had eight catches in the first half. A little bit of Amendola. Very little bit of Amendola. <laughs> no, actually, play, playoff Amendola was like a real thing. He, like, he would always get like two big catches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nah, like, ooh, was, that third down was yeah, big. Danny Amendola was a beast in the playoffs. So that was one of them. And then Cooper Cup two years ago, everybody's telling me, yo, it's going to be Stafford. It's going to be Stafford. It's like, no, bro. Stafford turns the ball over. And I think Cooper Cup was the league MVP. Yeah. I'm getting plus 650 for him to win MVP in the Super Bowl. I'm going to take that. He should be priced closer to the quarterbacks. And that was what I was saying with Travis Kelsey. You get Travis Kelsey now still at 20 to 1, some places 15 to 1. And look, we're going to have a lot of the narrative and the Taylor Swift stuff and all this shit that's going off the field and all the conversations around that and the money that Taylor Swift has generated for the NFL with the, with the eyeballs that she's putting on the product and merch sales and all that stuff, right? That's crazy. I'm holding a 60 to one on that. I that's, love that. That's great. I wouldn't bet it now. Yeah, yeah. I think the MVPs are either going to be Christian McCaffrey yep. or Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Or, or Brock Purdy. Definitely not Brock Purdy. You don't think so at all? No, no. If they won. He's not even the most valuable player on his team, bro. I know, I know. And if they win, I think it's going to be because McCaffrey has multiple touchdowns and he has over 100 scrimmage yards and it's going to be one of those games. Yeah. Like, Purdy hasn't been the MVP in any of these games that they play. He made some huge plays last night. Sure. But who got in the end zone all those times? No, that's fair. That's fair. And, and McCaffrey is priced like a quarterback. He's plus 300. Okay, okay. So that's what I'm saying. He needs to be in that range. Bro, St. Brown had better odds than Travis Kelsey to win Super Bowl. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what that's, I was saying. No, like, that's that is, insane. That is a wrong number. And if you jump the gun, and shout out to some of you guys, you guys sent me a bunch of screenshots and a bunch of tweets. And if you guys ever make these calls, like, please tag us. It goes a long way to building the show. That's what I was telling people. Like, you have to make this bet. Even if it doesn't happen, bro, 
even if it doesn't happen, I'm holding 60 to one and now it's 15 to one. Sign me up. It's the same shit with Puka. Same exact thing with Puka. It was a bad number. Like when you like you've, and you've talked about that. Whenever you see a bad number that you feel very confident in, you attack that number. That's what, that's what people talk about with value. Like that's a big buzzword in sports betting. I always tell people like, yo, you want to sound smart to your friends? Just say like, oh, there's good value on that side. And you don't even need to elaborate. You just say that. (laughs) Mad people throw that word out. But that's, that's what I mean by that. Yeah. Like if I think a player should be plus 500 to win Super Bowl MVP and they're 20 to one. Yeah. That's also my analysis, my personal handicap. Yeah. You know, like people talk about their power ratings. Like, oh, this team is power rated three points better than your average team and all that shit. That's what they mean by it. Yeah. And again, it's subjective because you might think I'm crazy. Like, nah, bro, you know who I think might be Super Bowl MVP? Fucking Sneed. Or, or, or Pacheco. Yeah. So again, yeah. it's, it's your personal handicap that yeah. determines what value is and whatnot. So, and with Travis Kelsey, look, Travis Kelsey. He is the guy on that team. Though. Yeah. That's, that's the whole Everything's thing. Everything's going to go through him. That's right. And, and like, let me ask you this. Who was the MVP for the Chiefs yesterday? It was Kelsey. Kelsey, 11, 11 catches. catches, 11 targets, 116 and a touchdown. Yeah. Mahomes, 241 and one touchdown. Yeah. It would need to be something like that where Kelsey scores two touchdowns, Mahomes throws three, and maybe he has an interception. Mm. Like those are the, and that's what it was with Stafford in the Super Bowl. Remember, Odell scored a touchdown. Yeah. And then Cooper Cup had two touchdowns and he had the game winner. And on that drive, he caught like four passes. That's right. And then he got to end the round too. I remember that game vividly because. <laughs> I had a 15 to one on the Rams to win the Super Bowl. So that's the thing. Like it would take something like that. And it's possible because bro, Travis Kelsey. And again, if I get an ISO cam on this one, that'd be great because we're going to definitely clip this one. Um, Kelsey went over his catches and his yards in every single game. And he scored a touchdown in every game except for the first one. Yeah. But he's went over on all of those. And I think the first one, he had 70-some yards. Yeah, and the reason why that happened is because of what I was saying the last two months. Bro, they're saving him for this. They're saving him for the playoffs. They don't care about the Raider game that they lost on Thanksgiving. Like, they don't give a fuck about that. Let's just get you healthy, and we'll unleash number 87 come playoff time. And that's what they've been doing. He's, He's turned back the clock, and he looks exactly like the Kelsey that we've known and loved over the last couple of years. And again, you look at his numbers and you remove the name Travis Kelsey for a tight end. He had a monster season this year. It's just that the standard that he set is 90 plus catches, 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns. That's not not sustainable. Yeah. Do you you think he retires at the end of this year? There's talk of it. There's talk of it. There's actually a bet that you could make plus 190 that he proposes at the end of the game. Oh, sweet Christ. How crazy is that? Like, let's get that narrative going for the 60 to 1, bro. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Travis Kelsey's going to drop down to a knee, propose, get the cameras, talk about a live moment, 60 to 1? Come I, on, man. I would, I don't even know what I would do. I would, I'd be, I'd be disappointed and blown at the same time. You don't, you don't like the love story? No, it's not that I don't love the, lo- the love story. It's just that, you know, listen, you know, we don't need a, just, that Taylor's in the house. But even then, you don't even have to say that. It's unnecessary. Like, we know that they're together. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's no different from, okay, put it this way. We never saw Sierra this much. 
And now Sierra is not Taylor Swift, but Sierra was a gorgeous woman, uh, you know, uh, a celebrity in her own right, like all of those things. Like it, it's, it's unnecessary. You just know that she's there. That's her man. Of course she's supporting her man. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like it comes off as contrived. Like I don't need to see Taylor Swift swag and surf. Like it's unnecessary. Like that kind of, that, that part of it is what I think people have been rubbed the wrong way about. It's just the, you know what I mean? Taylor Swift stardom? Sierra? Or is it, it lower? It lower. Right? Lower. So like to your, and also when her and Russ started dating and are together, they haven't been in Super Bowls and all that shit. And you're talking about like, yo, she's a, she's a fucking mega star. Yeah. Like they're saying she's like Michael Jackson. Oh, talking about Taylor Swift. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. like, obviously bro, they're going to show her. Yeah. It's like I, when, when Giselle and Brady first started dating. Yes. Giselle was a number one supermodel on the planet. At the time, yes. Yeah, so they were showing her all the time. I'm talking about, like, Taylor Swift is, and I look, I, I don't consume her music. I really don't listen to anything but hip-hop. But from what everyone's saying, and uh, front office sports said that the NFL has made over $330 million just off her influence on Kelsey jerseys, uh, Chiefs merch, ratings, and all that stuff. Like, bro, this is going to be the highest rated Super Bowl of all time. Even though it gets bigger and bigger yeah. every time, especially if she makes this trip from like Tokyo to come to Vegas because of the time difference. Because she's on a oh, world she, tour. She's in Tokyo right she, now? No, no, no. She's on a world tour and it starts the weekend of the Super Bowl. And they're saying like there's this whole thing. It's it's great. It's being tracked. Like this is, she's a she's a mega star, bro. And yeah. she has the best demographic if you are a, a marketer. <laughs> like, I, I did not realize that country music is doing these kind of numbers, but it's apparently doing That's why it. when you mentioned like, and no, no knocks to Sierra, the yeah. goodies video is like all time, one of the best yeah. videos of all time. Great girl, goes without saying, but you're talking about like levels, bro. Yeah. This is- Give this me is, Sierra promise all day long. This is a main eventer at WrestleMania and you're comparing her to like Sunday Night Heat circa 1998. You know, like, come on, bro. What are you Not doing? Sunday Night Heat. Shout out to he, Sunday Night he Heat. He didn't go bro. wrestle. At least give her, at least give her a freaking uh, Thunder. Like, she don't get a Thursday Night Thunder in she's the, like in the Monday, SmackDown She's like era? Monday Nitro in like oh, 97. No. Oh, right. no. But come on, bro. Like, the level set at is, it's crazy. But I, I see what you were trying to say, but I'm just, from everything you're reading on this, and yeah. I have no problem with it. Like, bro, by all means. And if you, if you don't like what's happening with the Chiefs, bro, you got to do something about it. Beat them. Yeah. Beat him. You don't like uh, Mahomes' wife and his brother and their TikToks and all that shit. And you don't like the Taylor Swift stuff going on now. You don't like that Mahomes keeps winning. You don't like that his dad lights a cigar and says we're smoking on a Burrow pack or a Lamar pack, whatever it might be. It's like, bro, beat him. Beat him. I'm a fan of greatness. And I already, I said it after he went to his second Super Bowl back to back and he lost it. I said he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. I said it then. And I'll, I'll keep saying it. And I feel like I didn't have a dog in this race. Yeah. But from that standpoint, I'm like, yeah, that'd be fire, bro, if he gets his third ring. Third ring in six years? Listen. Like, if you're a Chief saying you win a Super Bowl every two years with this guy, that's fucking crazy. No, that is stupid. It, look, I'll put it this way. Three rings, and I know that you, you know, we're going to expand on that as well. Three rings puts him in the conversation of, because I already feel like he is going to continue to evolve into that greatest of all time, like it's going to be him and Tom, basically him, Tom Montana. And it's kind of where you want to be. But with three, 
three, the only people ahead of him, well, the only people that are with him are Aikman, Bradshaw, Montana, Brady. Yeah. That's the list. You know what I'm saying? Like two. Two there's a that, couple people that got there's two. There's a couple people that got two. Both Mannings got two. Both Mannings. Um, Elway Jim, got two. Elway got two at the end. Jim Plunkett got two. Um, you know what I mean? But like, it, even that list is small. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Big you, Ben got two. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, yes. He got he got carried to one. And then he, a lot of the quarterbacks got carried to one. I mean, Brady got carried the first three he won. Ah. Uh, it wasn't his. It was his defenses that were there. Brewski and and that that second. I'd say that the the like the back to back, he was starting to evolve more. But no, you're right. You're right. They but they also didn't have like you know it was it was Dion Branch. It wasn't. They didn't have these world. That's a beating. Super Bowl MVP, bro. Hey, hey, what did he do afterward? That's true. He left. Went to Seattle. Came back and then started performing again. <laughs> Missed that old thing back. He, he got, he got to Seattle and was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard out here. Hard. <laughs> it's, it's hard cold. in this rain. It's cold. But yo, I, I wanted to end the show with this, but I think we could talk about it now, right? And and it was something I wanted to ask you. And it's a take that I've had, and I feel really passionate and strongly about this. And I think as I've gotten older, it's been the one thing that has changed for me the most. And I've talked about this many times. So forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but I think it's very important when we get around this time. I really think that as I've gotten older, the thing I've started to understand about sports and especially doing a show with Will Blackman and him, you know, pulling the curtain back and telling me about like the business side of football mm. and all the logistics and all the politics behind it. It's hard to win a championship, bro. Hard. In any sport, right? You need so much shit to go down. You need your owner to be competent. You need a competent GM. You need a competent head coach. You need a good quarterback. Then you need your team to be good and healthy too. Yeah. yeah. So to me, the one thing that's changed is, yo, rings, I feel like they're a little bit overrated in some conversations. Like, if you want to be considered a great, I think you need multiple. Yeah. If you get two rings, you could sit at any table. Yes. You could sit with someone that got five, someone that got four, someone that got seven. Now, how close to the head of the table are you sitting? That's where you would need more rings. But you're there to have the dinner with them. Yeah. And I think that's where Mahomes' legacy could begin to be cemented even more mm -hmm. like if this dude retires after this Super Bowl, he's like yo i'm out bro i made half a billion first ballot hall of famer immediately yes and i don't think you need to wait for the career to end or the impact that he's had similar to like a dude in soccer mbappe yes he's won a world cup already he's he's like on pace to be the greatest forward of all time it's like that's how i think mahomes is the trajectory where was brady at 28 where is he at, at 28? Yeah. So to me, if you get two rings or more, then you can sit at the table with anybody. And it might be controversial. People might not agree, but that's the one thing that's changed with me the most. No, no. I mean, and to your point, you know, listen, and uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier too. One ring, one ring, you're just, yeah, all right. There's a whole lot of people with one ring. Brad Johnson, shout out to Brad Johnson. He got one ring. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who was the other quarterback? Uh, Trent Dilfer. He's got one ring. There's, there's plenty of guys with one. You know what I mean? But when you get that second one, especially if you do it in the same spot, you know, because, look, Kurt Warner has one ring. You know what I mean? And, but he's, where is he on these lists? You know, started late, had a great career, Hall of Famer. Um, but you're right. I mean, once you get two, it, it definitely puts you in more of an air. You know what I mean? Sadly, okay, so I guess the one take that I can push back a little bit 
is like, where do you put Breeze? Because he only has the one that talks about how hard it is. And remember, they got their one off of a surprise onside. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, there was no guarantee they were even going to get the one. It's difficult, bro. Yeah. It's, it's so <laughs> difficult. Like, I've, all, I've, I've used, the other example I've used is Peyton Manning in the playoffs, right? Like, I think, I think quarterback wins is an overblown stat. I've seen Peyton Manning throw four touchdowns, three, 300 yards, and his team lost. And then I saw him go into Baltimore and they had Vinatieri kicked five field goals and they won. Yeah, and I yeah. think they won like 15-7 or some <laughs> shit. And it's a win for Peyton Manning. Like those are, those are overblown. Going back to the Lamar Jackson game, the, the interception that he threw, that's, that's on early downs. It's triple coverage. I don't like that play. I don't like that interception. Yeah. Jordan Love last week. I don't like that interception. Mm. That's yeah. a rough one. It's first down. You only need a field goal. Yeah. If it's fourth down, bro, you're trying to make a play cool. Don't turn the ball over in, in your red zone like Lamar did. Yeah. And then don't turn the ball over when you're starting in your red zone. Yeah. Like inside your 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything else could be judged as a bona fide punt, bro. Like, I don't really care about interceptions like that. And to your point with Breeze, Breeze is another interesting case study. Because, like, his career took a while to get going, too. Like, yeah. he, he was in the league for a bunch of years before. Three, three. It was, it was three. three yeah, it was, it was that, I want to say it was the third year where he finally got caught fire in, in San Diego, but that was after they had drafted Rivers. And, um, and then, you know, then it was, well, what are we going to do? And they decided to punt Breeze because, remember, it was the shoulder. We didn't know how the shoulder was going to hold up. Well, 80,000 yards later. Like, <laughs> didn't look up. To, didn't he, didn't he look was, too bad. He was with the Chargers for five seasons. Okay. All right. And then in 06, he went to New Orleans. Yeah. And then from then on, it's like you look at his Wikipedia, it's just the amount of 5,000 yards that he has is Great. crazy. Like, yeah, it, it's unbelievable. So, yeah, you're right. It's, it's a fascinating conversation. I would love to hear from you guys. Let us know what you guys think at Veterans Minimum about this ring conversation. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment and let us know. Um, anything else from this game you want to touch on? No, no. This, this game, I mean, you know, it was unfortunate that, that Mark Andrews wasn't 100%. Yeah, I mean, was gone with that ankle for multiple weeks. But Isaiah likely had played well, you know, going back to that, that interception. I don't put that solely on Lamar because Isaiah likely threw his hand up. He said, I'm open. And then he wasn't open. It was P.I. also. You think so? Yeah, I think the guy got there late. You mean early? No, early, got, early got there a little early. Yeah, he he did get there early. a little early. But, I mean, Lamar also underthrew it by five yards. Yeah. Like, if you're going to make that throw, it's my guy or no guy. Yeah. Like, that's in the back of the end zone if, like, I, I, think if, if he, I don't like it. I think if he overthrows him, he yeah. probably gets that penalty. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's true because underthrowing it, it looks like it was a bang-bang. Like, yeah. well, it was a bad ball. He wasn't going to get there. You know what I'm saying? That's true, too. But If you were to make a list of quarterbacks that you know for a fact in the big game are going to show up, my list is three. Yep. I know what three, too. Call me. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. That's, that's the list. <laughs> that's the list. That's the list. And you know what? I wanted to show love to, to those two guys, too. Because the only guy to beat uh, Pat Mahomes in the playoffs is Brady and Burrow. That's it. And then, you know, Allen gets a lot of heat also. He's 5-5 five and five in the playoffs. 21 touchdowns, four interceptions, though. Wow. I know for a fact, I don't, so that's, that to me 
it's been the case. I always, when I would talk about basketball and these crazy contracts come up. Okay. The same thing with quarterbacks now too. If you can't make all NBA, I don't want to give you $40 million. You're going to kill my salary cap. You're going to kill my team. Yeah. Like Kyle Lowry, I'm going to give you $40 million. It's, it's, it's going to fuck up everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just the truth, it just right? Is. Like, same shit happened with like Hassan Whiteside when they gave Ooh, him the back. Yeah, like eight, I think he got like seventy or eighty million. Yeah, yeah it was some. It's gonna ham. It's gonna kill your 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 team. And I feel the same way about quarterback. Where Dak Prescott, yeah, or Cousins, um, Lamar Jackson, yeah, these big spots. It's a coin flip for me. Whereas the other guys that we mentioned, I know for a fact they're not losing the game because of them. Yeah. Are they going to throw an interception maybe in, a, in, a, in you know, on the game-winning drive attempt? Cool. That's fine. You're trying to make a play. But I'm talking about, like, Lamar was a no-show yesterday where you know Burrow, you know Allen. I'd even throw Jalen Hurts in there, even though the Tampa Bay game was a rough look for him. Yeah. But he yeah. was, like, hurt, no A.J. Brown. I'd, I'll give him a pass, but it's definitely those three. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's definitely those three. And after that, you're right. It's 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 what Jekyll after and Hyde. That, it's, it's Jekyll and Hyde. I don't yeah. know which one I'm gonna you get. You don't know today. what you're getting. Yeah. And even even on the other side too. So shout out to the shout out to the Chiefs. Um once again going to the Super Bowl, like we said, four times in six seasons. And uh yeah, it's gonna be fun. We do have the NFC game to break down, but before we do, let's we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Go to the Patreon. Shout out to the members of the Patreon. We are at 72 paid members. Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum to support the show. And we have three new members of the Patreon as well. As you can see here, if you're watching this on YouTube, we have a $1 tier, which is just to support the show. Um, $1, you probably won't even notice it on your statements, if we're being honest. Uh, $5 tier, you get access to the Discord. You get all the betting picks. $10 tier, you get monthly giveaways. $20 tier, you get the shout-outs, which we're going to get to right now. Mahul Patel, Abel Rezin, Ben Coltsian. Derek Platees, Dylan Chadwick, Dylan Chadwick, excuse me, Jerry Shapiro, Jordan Riley, Christian Velasquez, Mike Stevens, Mike Wozniak, Thomas Robinson, and Nick Crummich. Thank you all for your contributions to the Patreon. And then we got the $40 tier, which is just a crazy SOB if you are in that tier. But we love and we appreciate you as we do 
all the members of the Patreon. That was a great cut, Isaiah, by the way. Shouts to Isaiah in the control room. And then while we're here, let's just bang it out because I do want to talk about this game because I know you were probably hyped at halftime. Then you were miserable at the end of the game because you were on the Lions bandwagon. Let's talk about Fly Me Out. Fly Me Out is going to be here for the Super Bowl. They are going to be in town. And what they do is they scout and curate trips to some of the world's most exciting locations. Those who join only need to purchase their slot. They take care of everything else. Listeners of Veterans Minimum, if you legends ever feel the urge to break away and discover the world like a mic with a like-minded tribe, let me introduce you to Fly Me Out, the premier social travel club. Imagine if LinkedIn, Airbnb, and Raya had a travel-loving baby. Whether you're looking to network with professionals on a beach or bond with creators in the heart of a city, Fly Me Out has got you covered. Dive into curated experiences, and with their platform, it's never been easier to find your tribe and see the globe. Use code VM1. VM1 is the code for expedited application review. Don't just travel. Make memories with Fly Me Out. We got to go somewhere. We do, man. Got to go on a nice trip. I want to go to Miami for the UFC card. When is that one? March 9th. My birthday is on the 11th. So I'm thinking of making a... Is that a... That's... No... Yeah, I'm a Pisces. You're Pisces, right? That's as far as it goes. That's as far as I know. And that's as far as I care. But no, because you're... So you're four days before my brother. Okay. My oldest brother. Johnny's birthday is the 15th. And then you are eight days after my niece. So her birthday is the third. Let's so go. I've got, I've got two... March babies. Two March babies in the family. Let's go. You know what my favorite thing has been lately? Mm. When I meet a girl out at a bar or something and we start talking and obviously like a girl's go-to is like horoscopes. Like, oh, when's your birthday? Yada, yada. Um, I'll be like, oh, I'm a Scorpio. They'll be like, oh my God, I knew it. And then I'll be like, nope, I'm actually a Pisces. That's why all this shit is bullshit. You fall for it. Why, why, why do you come for me though? Why, why do you go Scorpio? Oh, it was the first one that came to mind. Oh, oh. Because Scorpio boy, I swear. It, it depends on if somebody hurts you. Like, it's like, oh, no, you're a Scorpio. Oh, and it's like, but you know what, though? I use it. I use, you know, you use it because, like, there's always energy. Like, it's not like you're just, I don't know, a it's Capricorn or something that, like, people don't really know that much about. Scorpio, there's always a tweak. There's always a twinkle in their eye. The second you be like, oh, yeah, when's your birthday? November 10th. You're a Scorpio. It's like right there. Mm. I've got you. For that moment, I know enough. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you, care. You listen. hate Scorpio. Nah, nah, No, nah. you hate horoscope. I, listen, if you're fine, I don't care what your sign is, bro. Don't matter. Any sign is good with me. There it is. That's it. Plain and simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. You can lie to me. It'll be cool. Don't worry about it. We'll be all right. <laughs> Want to sit there and argue because you're a fucking Capricorn? Oh, I can't date you? It's fucking stupid? Come on, man. Bruh. I can I can spend. I've ranted on a bunch of different podcasts. I've gotten invited to. Where I, I know, I know. You do not it's, talk. It's, about it's my your biggest horoscope. pet peeve, man. If I see it in a girl's bio, that when it when when it's like the start of it, it's like Virgo season. Virgo and season like, in oh, effect. Unfollow. <laughs> Can't do it. That's fair. Can't do it. All right, let's talk about the lions. Is it fair to say you're lions? No, 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 no. I'm not. I, I am a lion supporter. Mm. I'm happy for them. I'm happy. You know, look, I said on my show earlier, you know, this is, this is when long shots, uh, when they finally come home to roost. You can't uh, keep going for fourth and, 
fourth and forever, like it's Madden and things are just going to work out. Eventually, we need them points. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because this has been, I've had this take, bro, for years and I stand by it. I'm only kicking or going for it if it means I go up an extra possession. Yeah. So if the Lions were up 11 or if they were up 10 and they went to kick the field goal, I'd be like, it's still a two possession game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. That's, that's a, no, that's a good take. That's a good take. But when it's the middle of the third quarter and you go for it there where you could have kicked a field goal, that I don't agree with because, and look, Josh Reynolds, I don't know if he made a phone call to his family members at halftime, bro, because I saw that line. It was plus 320. I actually in-game the 49ers. Got him at plus 320. I'll screenshot and show the ticket. I don't know if Josh Reynolds made that same phone call, and I know these allegations could be serious. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to be silly and funny. Maybe I'll throw a disclaimer on this one. But, bro, it looked like <laughs> he was point-shaving out there. Because he had two key drops. Bruh. One was that one on fourth and two. And then the other one was like a third and eight. Yeah. Where he was wide open and he dropped that one also. Right and, off his chest. And it looked very, it looked very sketchy. It looked very, uh, hold on, hold on, Desmond Rittery of him. <laughs> well, what I can say, the first one, so the first one they tried to explain away. Like the first one, um, uh, Jared Goff had to shift in the pocket, so it came Come out on, of a weird, no, no, this, this, is what, this is what Olsen was saying. Like, and then that was when, you know, when they cut to him on the bench. No, 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 no. Remember, he was trying to catch it like this. And so it like hit off his arm and slid out. And, uh, and so, so that one, even though that one I would say was bigger because that one was to continue the drive. That was the fourth for that six. One. Yeah. yeah. That was the fourth um, that one. That was where it started. The second one, that was inexcusable. Sugar hit him dead in the middle of his gut. Like, bro, it's your job to catch the football. That is your job. Yeah. Not good. Not yeah, good. Nah. So that, that goes without saying that he should have made that catch. Yeah. But I still think you kicked the field goal there because you still make it, you would need three possessions to tie the game potentially. Yes. Yes. It's like you might need four possessions to win it. Yeah. That's where it upsets me, bro. The math. It's just running the math. And also, what, there's eight minutes left in the third quarter? Yeah. And who knows what the pressure is going to be like for Brock Purdy on the other side? Yeah. Because, dude, they showed him in the first half. It looked like he had Eli Manning face. <laughs> he just looked, he looked sad and upset. And I was like, damn, bro, I kind of feel bad for him. Because you knew it was a tale of two halves. Like, yeah. you know how many people probably went to their Twitter feed and like deleted the drafted tweets because people were ready to be like, yo, maybe you fire Shanahan, another big game. He lets it down. Is Brock Purdy the guy? You know, Kirk Cousins is a free agent. Maybe they get him like... Ah, man, no wonder why he was Mr. Irrelevant. And then the second half happens. And look, dude, momentum is a real thing. A thousand percent. And, and, and not adjusting to it is, is really what killed him. And you know what else that, that game showed me yesterday, Josh? Home field matters. Because I, when the ball ricochets off the guy's head, I'm not saying that happened because it was at home, <laughs> but the crowd felt it too. Yeah. The IU play. Yeah. And then the next drive, Jameer Gibbs fumbles. Yep. And hot take, I think Detroit's defense played really well. 
No, they played. They played. They, it's for what we thought they were going to do Ooh, over there. I, I thought they played well. They played terrific. When I looked up and it was 21-7, I was like, yo. But then when you get a fumble inside your 25-yard line and you got to start with a short field, yeah, that's what's going to happen. With the momentum already spiking yeah. the other direction. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I think that was a real thing. And and when you're watching that game, you just had a feeling that shit was shifting. And then look, the Niners are down 24-7 at halftime. And then they leave the third quarter and the game is tied. It was a wrap. They scored 17 points in what felt like six minutes. I don't remember exactly how long, but it was like literally an eye blink. You know what I mean? Like the game was out of hand and then it was well back in discussion very yeah. quickly. Yeah. And then when you look at the Niners, right? 20 of 31, 267, one touchdown, one interception for, for Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. McCaffrey. 90 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, four catches for 42 yards through the air. Goes back to what I was talking about earlier on the show. Who's the MVP in this game? How many rushing yards did, uh, did Purdy have? Purdy had 48. Yeah. And, and his line... And they were big. I, I bet his line, which was eight and a half over. And I was like, he's going to have to make some runs. He, and he made three third down runs... Huge. ...that swung the game also. Huge. Yeah. So, I mean... I hear you in terms of like if so put this same stat scenario in in the uh in the Super Bowl. Um I think it's still McCaffrey, but there's going to be some Brock Purdy love. Like he's going to garner votes. You know what I mean? If that's if that's the same situation where it's like it's third and third and twelve and then you, you know, crack off for 15, 20 yards that lead to us getting points. Those were your points, essentially, because we may or may not have even been in field goal range. Now we're getting points because of your scramble. Because the couple of those scrambles, it was like backbreak. Yeah, it was like where they had them. Yeah. Third and fives. Had them. Like, we're about to get downs. off the field 20 yards yeah. out of nowhere. Like, oh, they hurt. Yeah. The other thing about this one was... You live by the sword, you die by the sword if you're the Lions and, yep. and Dan Campbell. Because this is who they are, too. They're going to go for it on fourth down. Yeah. They're going to do it. They did that with the Rams game. They did that all year. Yep. Uh, they went for it for two in that game against the Cowboys. Yep. Which, that was a monster game because that determined home field advantage Yeah, in the playoffs for those two teams. Even though it didn't matter because Detroit ended up having two home games because the, the Cowboys choked and lost. <laughs> but, subtle dig. You gotta. Um... <laughs> That's that's who they are, but I think circumstances change shit. Yeah, like, no, a thousand percent. Like, yo, you could be aggressive all you want, but when you're up or it's the NFC title game, maybe you pull back just a little bit. That well, uh, how much was the final uh, final margin? Thirty four, thirty one. Yeah, and and we left six points on the on the on the on the field. Yeah, we had two opportunities to just kick the field goal. We gave both of those away. At six points, you end up winning the game, even if all things remain the same. If even if you have the fumble and all these things, everything still remains the same. Give us our our six points back. What happens? We we're, we're going to Vegas. And think about and think about this. At the end of the half, they kicked. Yes, which we, I like that. Which was perfect because they were up twenty-one-seven. That makes it a three-possession game. Yes, and then you have deja vu in the second half to go up again three possessions. That's why I'm saying, bro, you gotta, you kick when it extends the possessions needed for you to lose. Yes. 
If you're up five and you go to kick a field goal, I think that's dumb. Because then they could score and get the two and then it's a tie game. Yes. I'd rather you go for it because then the other team still needs a touchdown to beat you. Well, and, and they have to get the ball back another time. Like If they do you, get a touchdown. You know what yes, saying? if you like, do get a touchdown. Yeah, like you basically for me, like I said, I break it into math. Like, you know, like, okay, well, how many more opportunities are they realistically going to have without us running the clock with the timeouts and all that good stuff? If you're in a position where you can just shift the math of the game, like, well, they're going to have to either A, get a turnover or B, get a like really fast three and out. Like we're throwing the ball incomplete, incomplete. Like the clock is going to bleed. They're going to run out of, they're going to run out of road. You know what I mean? That's, that's just how I feel about it. This is unfortunate. How do you think Eminem's got a diss track coming? I just saw that on my phone. Who got, what fan base do you think is hurting more today? Lions or Ravens? Oh, for sure it's the Lions. Yeah. For sure. Because, because they felt it. it. Not only did they feel it. See, the Ravens never even felt like they had a real shot. Yeah. The Lions, like, like when you're talking about the, the deleting of drafts and stuff, I laughed because like I literally in the first half, I, um, you know, I have a coworker. And so I've been just on a heater. Like yesterday I struggled because the, the chiefs Ravens, they just refused to score. And so like I was right, but they didn't score enough. Mm. So it ended up messing me up. But, um, I, I had a whole like text ready and it was like, someday you'll learn my young Padawan. And I was like, let me just, let me just cut it and I'll send it when it's time, but I'll wait. And I never, I, I sent it in the end just to show him because he like laughed at me and I was like, this is what I had queued up, but it doesn't mean anything now. <laughs> it don't, man. Don't press send. Dude, Herm Edwards said, don't press send. It gets you in trouble. But <laughs> I think, uh, yo, you, you know, fucking Lion fans were probably looking up flights, looking up hotels, probably think, doing a bunch of stuff. Think to about get out the ones Vegas. that did it. Yeah. Like man. somebody bought a ticket. Somebody, that ticket was purchased. Somebody might have bought a Super Bowl ticket thinking that it was already ready and they were trying to jump the gun. Oof, I couldn't imagine. And you know, if you, if you think about it, right, like we, we, we made the case for why it was such a devastating loss for the Ravens. But also, if you're a Lions fan, your team is pretty young. But man, your, your division could get really good overnight. Like what happens with the Bears? I still don't trust the Bears. What happens with the Packers? Like the Packers, tell you right now, tell you right now, Packers and Texans are going to be the popular dick riding team for 2024. <laughs> They're going to be the team that everyone's going to be blowing smoke. And yeah. that was the thing that upset me the most about both of them making the playoffs. Because I was like, ooh, I'm going to bet on both of them. And now they're both like 25 to 1 or less to win yeah. the Super Bowl next year, right? Oh, that's way too high. And, and the thing about the Lions is you also don't know, bro. This might be the closest that you get. Ask, ask Barry Sanders whether in 91 he thought that was the last time he was going to go to a conference championship. Ask Barry Sanders. Ask Miami Marlin fans that get to World Series and then they trade away or don't sign any of their players. Ask the Thunder. Yeah. Oh. Even though the Thunder are good this year. No, no, no. But, but still, like that core, you're three thinking, MVPs. yo, this is going to be, yeah, you're thinking that core is going to be here for a, a decade plus. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll get back. I haven't gone back since. 
three MVPs out of that that one that one team. So it's when you when you get that close, bro, you gotta you gotta strike while the iron's hot. And I think it's it's a you do that one might be a worse loss, the Lions, because you were up, you were up three possession. Yeah, against a guy in Brock Purdy who. When he goes down 10, you know, he unravels, and he didn't. And, and shout out to him, man, because I think that's – I think he's the biggest storyline going into the Super Bowl, bro. Yeah. I really do. I think him, the fact that in back-to-back seasons as Mr. Irrelevant, he's made it to the conference championship games, got hurt in one of them. Yes. Right? Like this – bro, this we could don't be – We don't know. We don't know if this is a Super Bowl rematch back-to-back. Truth. Because the Niners were in this game last year. Yes, true. So we don't know. We don't know. And we'll never know, right? But in two years, he goes to the NFC title game, and now his floor is the NFC title game yeah. as a starter. Yeah. And that's fair. the fact Mr. Irrelevant can maybe win a Super Bowl, that's, that's a massive storyline, bro. Yeah. And it's going to get, and I think it's going to get overshadowed because there's like nine other ones that are bigger, right? <laughs> Mahomes going for his third. Yeah. Kelsey and Swift. Yeah. Kelsey getting a third Super Bowl also makes him maybe the greatest tight end of all time. Oh, he broke the Jerry Rice record. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, like for receptions. For yeah. receptions. And again, big time player and big time games making big plays. Andy Reid gets another one. How much longer does Andy coach? Yeah, there's all those There's kind so of things. much. Kyle Shanahan, does he get over the hump? McCaffrey. Like there's so much shit. The George Kittle video where he was like, I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back when they lost the last one to the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he's yeah. like, I'll get back here. I'll get yeah. back here. Nick Bosa was a rookie. like, And I think the biggest storyline that's going to trump all that should be Mr. Irrelevance in the fucking Super Bowl, bro. Like, that's wild. Dude. As as the starter. Yeah. And an MVP candidate. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. What would you say um, yours is? For for me, it's it's the legacy of of three for Mahomes. Mm. Um, you know, we, we touched on it a little earlier. You know, listen. Three, three separates him from from everybody. It's it, I, I mentioned it earlier. It's it's him, Brady, Montana, Bradshaw, Aikman. That's the only ones with three. You know what I mean? And and that that list, you know, outside of outside of Montana and Brady, you're obviously putting him over Troy Aikman and Terry Bradshaw. You know what I'm saying? Already. Yeah. Um, Troy Aikman was a great quarterback. Now a you know solid commentator. I know a lot. He has his detractors. I don't mind him. People hate him for whatever reason. But um, yeah, I mean, what it would do for him uh, in terms of legacy, in terms of a black quarterback doing that, being on that kind of a list, it's 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 life altering. I um I interviewed Randall Cunningham today, and you know talking to him about just the evolution of the black quarterback and how his DNA is in these guys. And he talked about how, you know, Doug Williams was in him and, and, you know, other black quarterbacks. And just the simple fact that he is in that kind of conversation, he's in that kind of a room, um, is, you know, that, that, that story to me is, is one that will be told. I think that that's really cool. No hate, no shade towards Patrick Mahomes. I, I love Patrick Mahomes, you know what I mean? Like this year, People, of course, you know, every, you win too much and people start trying to throw daggers at you. Um, I still, I still, you know, I still love him as a quarterback. I, I love how he plays. I love the joy that he plays with and how he plays for his teammates. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that, that's mine. Yeah, I think it's definitely, he's, he's definitely the biggest, um, 
like storyline for sure too. Yeah. Like from a legacy standpoint, it's it's clearly him. Because like you said, he gets a third and then the conversation of him catching Brady is way more likely. Mm, it's I mean, it's it's a conversation because he right. gets shoot, he get the four and it's like, all right, well now, you know, he's not perfect like Montana. Montana has that on everybody, but um he's he's right there with Montana. And his numbers are going to be better than Montana's. Okay, so when you say he's not perfect, you mean because Montana never lost. Right. But he if never you, lost the Super Bowl. Okay, so I get that. But like, is it bad if you've won more titles but you've lost? Uh no, 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 no. I mean, because like, okay, you know, everyone goes Jordan. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people, especially me, is like six and oh is six and oh. Right. You know what I mean? But um But what about eleven finals appearances? We'll see eleven finals appearances Isn't that in what a he whole has? We're talking about LeBron. Yeah. Something like that. But he or got is he a four he, and six. He's got a ton of losses. You can't have more losses than you have wins. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Montana stays ten. in that conversation. Yes. Montana stays in that conversation for the simple fact that he didn't lose. And he, you know, and then he was losing in some games. He was losing versus the, the Bengals when you got to go on the drive, and the drive is 80-some yards and, you know, get a touchdown to, to Taylor in the back of the end zone. Like, he had, he had just glorious moments, you know what I mean, that can never be taken away. Um, Mahomes, Mahomes probably usurps him just because of what he's, what he's going to continue to do. Like his, he has more opportunities to get to more. Yeah. I mean, not saying that they're guaranteed. We see how hard they are, but they know how to win. Like Mm. they just know how to win. I I definitely think they take a tight end in the, in the first round this year, whether, whether Kelsey retires or not, I think they mess around and, and do like Buffalo did this year and, you know, in drafting Kincaid, you draft one. If Travis comes back, great. You've got the next guy kind of being, being molded. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I think, I think they have to. In that offense, I think they have to. Yeah. Yeah, the tight end is definitely the most important piece. But I think it's also important because they have Travis Kelsey. So if they had like, DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams and the wide receiver would be the most important. They'd make it work. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, I think you trust the infrastructure. As long as Reed and Mahomes are there, for sure. I do want to mention, before we wrap up, these two played each other last year. Yeah. Very different teams. Uh, the number one wide receiver on the Chiefs was Juju Smith, seven for 124 and a touchdown. And Jimmy G was the quarterback. This was when Christian McCaffrey first got there, right? Okay, that's right. That was his first game. That's right. And the Chiefs beat the shit out of them, 44 to 23. Um, I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen again, but they are basically the same teams, essentially. And I think that's going to be something really important to monitor. And for me, way too early Super Bowl take, Mahomes versus Purdy, I think that's wild. I think it's I think it's awfully reminiscent of last year's Super Bowl in the sense that Jalen Hurts is definitely way more talented, right? But it was the number one defense. The Eagles were better, but the Chiefs had the better quarterback. I think you're going to hear that conversation also. But now the Chiefs have, I think they have the better defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bro, golf was letting it sing back there. He was doing his thing. Yes, he was. And, and, and they were running. And they were running on him. Like, yo, Montgomery and, and Gibbs. Gibbs yeah. had the, the, the fumble. But 
they, you know, Montgomery almost had 100 yards. Yeah, like he, I think it was put, like 90 and like 40 something yeah, he or something. Put, he put them in a blender, Gibbs yeah. on that one touchdown, which was wicked. That shit was dope. And I think, I don't think this defense is as good as people make it out to be. No, especially not this playoff run. Yeah. It's the, I mean, listen, they, they got diced up by the Packers. Mm-hmm. The Packers were doing what they wanted. Yeah. For the most part. You know what I mean? And then you turn right around and, and, uh, and, and the same thing happens with, with the Lions. Like, yeah. I, I mean, it, look, that, that is going to be, um, that's going to be what, what really decides it is, does there, how, how does there, uh, like, I, I, I said on my show today, my key matchup is Patrick Mahomes versus Steve Wilkes. When Steve Wilkes makes his adjustments, the defensive coordinator, when yeah. he makes his adjustments, um, you know, does, does Mahomes follow suit? Like, how does, because, I mean, in this game, the adjustment was they stopped running so much zone and they started running more man. Well, if you're going to run man with Fred Warner versus Travis Kelsey, now Fred Warner's a great zone defender. I don't know how great he is in, in, man, yeah. in man coverage. He's not that fast. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's, it's going to be a very, very interesting game. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know I mean, I hope the chiefs win, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of time between now and then. Yeah. Um, a couple of key injuries for guys to come back like Creed Humphreys. Uh, his injury status is really important. McCaffrey landed on his head and I don't think he checked back into the game. There. Neck. Yeah, 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 but he I was think, getting his I neck think he'll be fine. Out. Yeah, like Adam Schefter even tweeted out. He's like, yeah, I think he's going to play and be fine. <laughs> um, Super Bowl props. And we're going to dedicate an episode to this. And, and I reposted this video from a couple years ago. And it's important. It happens all the time, Josh. If you like a prop over catches, yards, whoever it might be, rushing yards, bet it now. Mm. Bet it early if you like it over. Bet it late if you like it under. For example, last year, Kelsey opened up at five and a half catches. Closed at seven and a half. I think he landed on seven. So if you bet it early, you hit. If you bet it late, you didn't. Yep. And then the same thing a couple of years ago with Cooper Cup. It was 99 and a half receiving yards when it opened. It closed at 108 because this was when Cooper Cup was going bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went under regardless in both, but this is what happens. The public is only going to bet the over, over, over. So bet it now. If you like Kelsey catches, you like Kelsey yards, if you like Mahomes yards, whatever it might be, bet that shit now. If you like unders, bet it like an hour before kickoff. You'll get way better numbers. That's interesting. That's Always. Really this, is, this is evergreen. I, I have this rant every Monday after the AFC-NFC title game because it's, it's the most relevant now. Like, if you like something, I'm like, yo, I bet, I bet Kelsey over on his yardage. 70, I did too. 74 and a half. I got yeah. it now. And guess what? It's 76 and a half in some places already. Yeah. And I think it'll get north of 80. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's where it starts to get dicey. Yeah. Because, I mean, because, look, he, he could still dominate the game and have 75 yards. Yeah. And you're wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you, you still, you're still not right. You still end up losing your money. Yeah. He could, ca- he could catch eight passes for, for 70 yards. Yeah. And, and a touchdown, which is what he did against Buffalo, I think. I think he had like six, six or seven catches for like 58 yards. Yeah. All uh, checkdowns, pretty much. Yeah. And then he scored two touchdowns. Yeah. So that's all. We'll have, a, we'll have some more Super Bowl stuff over the next couple coming weeks. And um, didn't drop the Tiafimo Lopez last week. Going to drop it later this week. 
Um, he fights the following week, and he was on the show. It was a really cool and, and fun conversation. Really wild conversation, too. I will say that. February 8th is when he fights. Uh, yes. He fights the Thursday before the Super Bowl here in Vegas, too. Oh, that's um, right. Michelob. Michelob, so, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Shouts to him. He's from uh, New York City. So yeah. if you're, you're a pro athlete from New York City, you know, we got to show you love. And uh, it, was, it was a hell of a conversation. So with that being said, at Nick Day's Tennis, you can find me. All things Veterans Minimum are at Veterans Minimum. Josh, where can they find you? The American Fan 365. Please make sure you like, share, subscribe. Please make sure you go check out the Randall Cunningham uh, uh, interview. That should be going up uh, probably in the next day or so. So by the time you guys catch this, that should be live as well. So please make sure you share it, comment, all of it. Catch you guys next time. I'm a gold medalist, bronze like your medalist. So many deer in headlights, but it's bedtime. Hear that supper bell, main course, beat of venison. Zab. The most dangerous game. Either kill or be killed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.